Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Good morning, Vietnam! Welcome to the jungle, baby. Welcome to the jungle. Welcome to Two Dudes Movie Reviews. Mara, the meatloaf! You see what happens, Larry? How to get burned! How to get burned! How to get burned! They've done studies, you know. 60% of the time, it works every time. I am loving this. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! Come with me if you want to live. Gentlemen, you have my curiosity, but now you have my attention. Now, here's your hosts, Sky and Colin. Here's Johnny! Hey, moviegoers. You're listening to Two Dudes Movie Reviews with Sky and Colin. We're zombies. (laughs) (laughs) Brains? Cell phone? Xanax? I forgot about that one. (laughs) I actually like that one. Welcome, everybody. That was our zombie intro. I don't know. Zombie intro for our episode. It's not easy. Because zombies generally just say one word at a time. That is, yes, historically proven. Yes. <laughs> Factually accurate. We looked on Wikipedia. Yes. But, yeah, welcome. We're back for another another addition to our Summer Cram 2019. <laughs> that's probably the best one yet (laughs) yeah man we keep getting better hey practice makes just okay in our in our case here but yeah man another another edition more movies keep happening who knew wow wow i thought we'd be done with this by now but they keep coming yeah i was really hoping we could end the podcast a couple episodes ago Oh man. But but no man, we're back. We're back. We got more movies. We this this episode, we have a movie that I wasn't sure was ever going to come to our theater. I was worried that it wasn't going to. Me too. I don't know. Our theater does not do a good job getting the indie films in. No. And they... then it was also strange because they put it out for one day like 2 weeks early. And really? yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember and, that. I asked you, I was like, you want to go see this? And we just didn't go see it. And I was worried that we were going to have to drive like an hour to Palisades or whatever to go yeah. to go catch it. And then it just came out of our theater. Yeah. Sur- surprisingly. And, you know, multiple showings. I don't think it was multiple screens. But I was like, damn, bro. Because our theater, there's only 16 screens. And they love to pick three movies to have just like <laughs> four screens apiece, which means every other movie has just a few to fight over. Yeah. It's pretty disappointing. But... Right now, luckily, there hasn't been a big blockbuster to hold down the bo- like the box office like that. Um, I mean, I- there's been attempts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you ain't wrong, but they're not they're not garnering the uh, the demand to have that many theaters. So works for us. Oh we, yeah, no, we, I'm, get, we get to see more movies. I huh? wish because AMC does have, especially at the Palisades where they where they have 21 screens there. Yeah, but they have like dedicated theaters just for indie films right pretty cool and i wish that there would just be like one theater for indie films at our one over there because like i'm gonna I be like catching the, the the smaller films yeah to be honest with the listeners if you don't know around where we live it's not a very cultured area i'd say mm, yeah there's not really i mean we're not far from new york city but that's pretty much the length that we would have to go to to find some sort of i mean the town that we're in right now yeah. The most well-known thing there is onions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> That good old black dirt. You got the black dirt. Yeah. You got the onions. Oh, and my that God. that guy, so, William Henry Seward. So, <laughs> <geez>. <laughs> so I don't live too far from here. I'm actually in the next town over. And the first time my dad came to our new apartment, we were outside and playing and stuff. And he's just like looking at the ground. He's like, you guys should grow stuff here. Y'all got good dirt. <laughs> I'm like, thanks, dad. You got good dirt here. Finally made you proud with the dirt that I acquired through renting this place. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, man, speaking of dirt 
and things that go into and out of the dirt, we are talking about the, the dirt. No. The dirt. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> Our much sought after review of that dog shit fucking Netflix biopic about Motley Pooh. Can we just talk for a second and talk about how fucking awesome Motley Crue is? No. Punk rock, dude. No, we're not going to do it. <laughs> we are talking the dead don't die. Yeah, they don't. They do not die. Well, I mean, technically, they they, they do. They die twice. Mm. Some of them. Some. Some. Because that's mm. how these zombie movies work. You got to kill them again. <laughs> double tap. Yeah, always double tap. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm sure Zombieland will come up uh, during this review, too. Because there's some there's some correlation there, we'll discuss. Well, there's one big connection. There's one big connection. I could see some some other connections. I could see some. I wish there was a Zombieland two trailer that we can talk about today. I know. I I'm actually really looking forward to that because they've announced it and it's a returning cast and yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, and especially looking at how far that cast has come since then. Granted, Woody Harrelson's already something before that movie, but that movie was really big for you know those other three. <laughs> I'm not listing everyone's name, but we got got another zombie movie. The only zombie movie that's out now. Yep. And you know what? There hasn't really been another zombie movie in a while. A good zombie movie? Well, what well, was a bad zombie movie out recently? Well, I guess you could almost say Pet Cemetery is a zombie movie. Yeah, I guess you could say that. I would argue that's not even a movie. <laughs> I guess so. It's the length of a movie. You could say it might be a movie. Based on the runtime, trash. <laughs> it's just hot garbage. Yeah, no. I'm trying to think of a zombie movie that came out recently that would that would. I mean, Zombieland was a long time ago, so yeah, it was. And I know there have been other zombie movies out since that. Oh, but Resident Evil, whatever the last one was, Apocalypse. That can't be the most recent zombie. That movie. was two years ago. That could be the most recent zombie. Movie. I'm sure there's other ones that are straight to DVD, but I'm talking like theatrical release. Oh, why? we're dumb. The very first attempted episode on this podcast, Overlord. Overlord. There you go. Are they really zombies though? Yeah, no. That was supposed to be the you know, there were supposed to be Nazi zombies. But really, zombies wasn't it like a disease thing. Wasn't it some sort of infection? They were zombies. All right. Well, fair enough. That's a lost episode. We gotta we gotta release that. Maybe for our anniversary we'll put that episode out. Yeah, we can do just that. punish our listeners with some <laughs> dog shit recording quality. Man, that recording is pretty atrocious to listen to. Yeah. It's a pain. Did we do a trailer park on that one? No, that was very, very early for us. We had no segments. We didn't even have tomato tomato, I don't think. <laughs> we were just like, we saw this movie. Here's some things I thought. I had a couple jokes that I wrote during the movie. And yeah, it's a mess. It's a mess of an episode. <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing. Maybe it'll never see the light of day, or maybe it'll be a special treat that we do one day. But mm-hmm. yeah, that ain't today, baby. <laughs> but yeah, I would say Overlord's probably the last zombie movie to come out. Okay, that's fair. I actually love zombie movies. What What's your connection to like the horror genre and more specifically zombies? Uh, I I'm pretty indifferent. I'm yeah. indifferent, yeah. Uh, there's not really many zombie movies that I'm like, oh, I really like that. Like most of them, I'm just kind of like, whatever. Well, f- um, fun fact for me, the original Dawn of the Dead from George Romero is what made me want to start doing things in film. It's like what made me be like, oh, I want to start like shooting my own stuff. I want to like learn how to edit, and it's what made me like pick a major. That movie was a game changer for me. It's one of my favorite horror Ever. movies just in general yeah which is all all the romero stuff and then you know return of the living dead it's like super there's some super campy ones and then you have like zombie like the italian yeah there's yeah i i actually love zombie movies but i've had a really strained relationship with them in the last like decade or so because i don't like the way a lot of like new generation zombies are i've actually been kind of re- rallying against people online and like talking shit to people online and be like, all right, I want to know how many people here have seen anything re- regarding zombies pre walking dead. Yeah. Cause, Cause I don't need you young fucks who don't know shit about zombie culture and history to come at me just because you've seen some walking dead episodes and you think that one character with the spiked baseball bats cool. Fuck you. Stick <laughs> it up your fucking ass. Like you don't know shit. Though everyone's uh. They're like, okay, I, yeah, I, I really love zombies. I watch The Walking Dead and I play Call of Duty Nazi zombies. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. I hate this. Yeah. I mean, it happens with everything. You have something that's subculture and then it 
something shines a light on it, and then you sell it in Hot Topic, and it's bullshit, and it ruins it for everybody. Yeah, but so it's the same thing happening to Deadpool. Deadpool was such like a underground character and such a side character. He would have been listed as like a C character to a lot of people, even in comic fans. Well, I guess comic fans would put him up higher, but he was nothing. And the movie comes out, and now everybody's got. I saw a car the other day that had like six different Deadpool stickers on it, <laughs> and, a, and a sticker that said like Chimichangas. Like I once texted LOL, and I didn't even smile. That's how badass I am. And I'm like, you snarky little so and so. Aren't you the coolest fucking kid in your goddamn shop class, whittling a fucking? Oh, it's a it's a steak for vampires. Uh, I don't know, man. I got, I don't know. I was gonna say I don't know where you're going with this. It just drives me crazy. The hot topicing of cool things because they take cool things and then they just ruin them. We're making it a hot topic for all you teens to talk about. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> man. Because you know the type of people. You know what I'm talking about. Those type of people who are like Deadpool's my favorite character, and they they think everything they say has to be sarcastic, but it's not even like funny or quippy. And it's just like at a certain point, it's like all right. I get it. I just don't need back talk right now. Shut the fuck up and talk to me like a human. Nobody acts like this. I found a new band, Weezer. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so sad. Yeah, now I'm just now I'm just angry. Look what we've done. But that's not what we're here to do. I'm, we're not here to rant and rave. Well, maybe we are. I don't know what we're here to do. What is this podcast? It's called Rant and Rave Reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Two dudes ranting and raving. We, I mean, we rant. We rant about the movies. That's true. Sometimes we do that. And sometimes when they're good, we rave. Yeah. Literally with glow sticks. <laughs> yeah. We got a pile of ecstasy on the desk. We're just crushing it up. I've got like 14 it. black lights in here. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can't see it, but I'm constantly waving glow sticks yeah, while we record. I, I'm also applying lots of body paint to me. I am also applying lots of body paint to Colin. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mutual thing. So what are we doing for the trailer park today, buddy? You know what? That has been a good question. And you know what? Fuck you for not letting me do my 10-minute ramp up to the introduction. Why don't you ramp us up? You know what? Maybe I will because I actually saw a ramp outside. Mm-hmm. And I brought my bicycle, and I'm feeling pretty proud. You know, I don't know why. Why? I just took my training wheels off. Oh yeah. I feel like a big boy. Good. So you I'm should. gonna I'm gonna ride that ramp mm-hmm. to the old town road. Yeah. I'm gonna ride. Yeah. Until I ramp no more. Correct. And then that ramp is gonna launch me all the way to the trailer park. <laughs> Well, you took the wind out from my sails a little bit early. Sorry. Well, let me ask you, what trailer are we doing in the trailer park this well, week? I don't know. We, we we've been we've been going back and forth. Yeah. And there's two trailers that really need to be talked about. Do they? No. No. <laughs> no. Well, actually, you know, one of them I kind of would like to talk about, but I just don't know if now is the best time. But we're yeah. out of ideas right now. Yeah, we don't really have another good horror movie to do. We do have. One, we're saving in the chamber for a future episode, which yeah. is why we're struggling right now, because we're like, shit, there's not really any other movies we can do for this episode, and we can't find any tethers, unless Bill Murray's coming out with something. And we and we already did Star Wars, which would have been our Adam Driver connection. Mm-hmm. We, like, we, need a, we need a Wes Anderson movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really. But what we're going to do is flip a coin, sort of. <laughs> yeah, it's a Pokemon counter. Yeah, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Okay, so the top side, that is, you flip a coin. I'm going to, you know, basically like, okay, Caterpie's using string shot. You know what I'm saying? Great. Caterpie uses string shot. Yeah. Now Nailed you, it. Now you got to do a poison check. Oh, shit. Am I poisoned or am I not? You flip the coin. If the skull lands, you're poisoned. If it's not, you're okay. Well, fuck, man. <laughs> I so a, dramatic. I you can Caterpie use a string shot. <laughs> yeah. I picked a really dangerous chip to flip a chip flipping because this is the poison one that's the poison one so i might get poisoned is what you're telling me yes all right well i'll die a hero so you either (laughs) you either live a long live long enough to 
I don't even know. Get poison or something. Fucking yeah. I actually posted something on Facebook recently that was like that. I quoted that line. Actually, I saw that it was pretty funny. Yeah, I'm kind of a comedian. Yeah, no big deal. But we're we're gonna flip between two movies. We got Crawl, 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 and uh, Doctor Sleep. Doctor Sleep. So, which what- is both a sequel to Doctor Strange and a prequel to Sleepless in Seattle. Correct. <laughs> so <laughs> weird, weird universe. <laughs> Heads or Poison Skull is... The Poison Skull is Crawl. Cool. The other side <laughs> is, is Dr. Sleep. Dr. Sleep. So what are we doing today? Uh, I'm flipping. Damn it, we're doing Crawl. We're doing Crawl. Okay. That's, right, well, that's fine because... Yeah, that's fine. We'll do Dr. Sleep in a future episode anyways. Because yeah. that movie's got a while before it's out. I actually like... That was the one that I want to talk about. Yeah, but I have not seen that trailer, and we learned our lesson the hard way that we should probably pre-watch these before we do the episodes. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I would like to formulate more of an opinion on it before I do a trailer park on it. Yeah, because otherwise that, I'm just going to sit here in silence, watch it, and at the end I'm going to go, okay. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that movie intrigues me way more than Crawl, though. Fair enough. Crawl, I don't I'm you. hoping, is going to be your popcorn dumb entertaining horror comedy i'm hoping it's almost like a fucking like campy almost like a sharknado where it's just so ridiculous i mean not on that level because obviously but i mean this this, over the top this looks like it could be like ridiculous in the same vein as like a like prana bullshit (laughs) something like that so i don't see actually coincidentally i watched a movie the other night about like giant animal Oh, yeah? Throwback. I watched Anaconda from 97. Oh, wow. Yeah. That is not a traditionally good movie. No, it's not. I I saw like a uh, like a screen grab of it. And I was like, I remember that movie. I'm going to watch that. I put it on, <laughs> and then I was just like, oh, oh, oh this is not good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm going to go home and watch The Meg. There you go. Yeah. That movie was brutal. Yeah, brutal. Dude. Hated it. But, well, let's pull up this trailer now that we know what the fuck we're doing. And uh, let's give it a shot. I've actually seen too much of this trailer because for some reason, it's always like the second to last or the last trailer that plays before the movie that I'm that I'm watching. I've actually I have only seen like a few parts here and there from this trailer. Yeah, because you're you're dipping in at the just right time. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been, I've been showing up a little bit earlier to some of the things because I like to start my pre notes while I'm in the theater. Mm. okay that way everyone while the lights are on can see that i'm a total douche like oh wow look that guy's important that guy's got a notebook it's covered in stickers <laughs> <laughs> oh my god his shirt has no sleeves he must be important <laughs> you ready for this yeah baby hit it the state of florida has issued a category five hurricane warning okay a hurricane's coming clearly the alligators are too <laughs> yeah they're in the hurricane it's not a Sharknado. It's a Gator Cane. <laughs> gator Cane? <laughs> it's a Hurricaner. <laughs> See, when I first saw this trailer, I thought it was going to be some sort of like monsters coming in with the hurricane, like hiding in the hurricane kind of thing. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. What happened? The father. How is the dad still alive? I'm fine. I don't know. I do kind of like that that bit that was just there a minute ago where it's like the water dripping and the it's almost to like a beat. beat yeah. <laughs> Gator King! The Gator King came through here! Oh, on the pipes oh yeah, it's Sam Raimi. Yeah, that is cool. Oh, yeah, dude. He did drag me to hell, and obviously like, people don't know how to But he can, he can pull off a campy, silly, ridiculous you need to go now. and director of Hills High Rise. Damn. You here. There's some horror history in here. Now, I'm going to tell you right now, from the trailer... I really dig that this looks like it's like an isolated, just like one house type thing. Yeah, or like one block. Come on, you son of a bitch! 
a crawl. Alligator. Maybe because in the beginning they're in a crawl space? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know why it's crawl. Interesting. Oh, wait a minute. Why does it say, so it must be produced by Sam Raimi. That's disappointing because it's a different director and different writing team. Oh, uh, yeah. Sam Raimi is the producer on the movie. Fuck, man. They really like to trick people like that. Yeah. Because that's how we got Brightburn, baby. <laughs> Alexander Aja. I'm not sure. You, or Aha. That's how you pronounce uh-huh. it. Coincidentally, he did Piranha 3D. I said Piranha. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just talking about it. Okay. So there's, because that movie's pretty self-aware. It knows exactly what it is. Yeah. I mean, they're he, not making a masterpiece there. He also did, well, he was the producer on, you ever see the movie Horns? No. It's Daniel Radcliffe and he's literally got horns. Oh, on his head. I've, I've seen like the the poster for it or like the cover for it. Yeah, but he, yeah, uh, the director for Piranha 3D, uh, Horns, The Hills Have Eyes, High Tension. That's that's who's making this movie. Got you. So horror background, horror background, and Michael Rasmussen and Sean Rasmussen are the writers on this. Really, like I don't know anything of them. Oh, cool. Yeah. So that's that's a wild card. Yeah, could go either way with that one. It could. And then Sam Raimi producing, which really doesn't mean too much. It just means that, yeah, he just gave them the money. (laughs) It would be nice, though, if he was a little bit more involved. Like, let's hope hope that he's a little more hands-on with this. It looks ridiculous. The concept is ridiculous. Yeah. I'm hoping, though, like like I said, I like that it seems like it's just in one house. It's a little bit more claustrophobic type thing. Yeah. If this was like a gigantic alligators across the world thing and they're like flying out of the water, I would be like, this is so stupid. But this <laughs> has the potential to at least have some good tension in it. I don't know. I'm I, I actually I I'm kind of looking forward to seeing this. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, I'll definitely see it. I feel like this is one that I don't want to watch alone. Like, I would want to go with a few people, or at least, like, if we go see this one together. Because sometimes seeing movies like this, if it is bad, maybe it's laughable bad, and that's really when you want to watch it with somebody, where you're just kind of like, okay, I could enjoy it in some way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if if you're going to go see this, I want to see it with you. So don't go without me. All right. Yeah, this this looks like it could be, at the very least, just fun. Like, I could yeah. just laugh at this. Yeah, exactly. So, I But I might not be as inclined to laugh as much if I'm by myself. Yeah. Also, yeah, I don't want to get scared. Scared. It oh, it's so scary. scary. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's... I don't know. I, I actually think that this could be good. I think it could be good. Yeah, I think because especially I'm probably walking into it with low expectations. And you know what? I'm also not getting the vibe. Like when I went and saw the Meg, like even the trailers for that, they were like, oh, it's a it's the Meg. Like, let's get this big shark. Like, this doesn't look like it's going to be filled with douche lines. Yeah, I'm like I said, I'm I like the fact that it's scaled back. I hope that that makes it just a more like intimate, claustrophobic movie about fucking alligators in your house <laughs> yeah and maybe maybe they do fucking alligator in their house oh wow that, okay that's the climax of the alligator and the movie <laughs> everyone climaxes i don't really know any of these actors either which could go i feel I like i recognize the girl from something maybe like a tv show or something she was in i think the latest i'm trying to th- i think she's in the latest parts of the caribbean movie oh i didn't see that didn't and then really she's in that. i know she's in all the maze runner movies though didn't see any of those. Maybe I yeah. don't recognize her. She kind of looks like just generic. Uh... Kayla uh, Scodelaria? Scodelario. Oh, cool. Scodelario. I don't know. I'm pretty sure it's her dad. That's Barry Pepper. <laughs> That's literally oh, yeah. his name, Barry Pepper. He is also in some of those Maze Runner movies. Oh, okay. But he was in... <laughs> Did you see the movie Monster Trucks? No. <laughs> I feel like my son would love it. Monster trucks. A young man working at a small town junkyard discovers and befriends a creature which feeds on oil. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so it's a sentient monster truck? Yeah. Well, fuck that. Yeah, so just oh, a monster. Yeah, monster truck. truck. Yeah. The truck is a monster. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> you get it now? Yeah, I got it. <laughs> but yeah, man, low expectations. I think walking into this movie... That's that's, be fun. that's the beauty. Low expectations. I'm probably not going to be disappointed. Yeah. Well, cool. Let's make sure you don't see this one without me. Because I'm right. I'll I'll wait, probably I'll wait won't for just you. go see it by myself. I don't think this is going to be an episode, so I'll, I'll wait for you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This one might not have a lot of demand. But yeah. maybe we go see it together and we're like, fuck. That we want to do an episode to be, oh on that. Oh, my God. That was so good. Especially if it comes out in a time where we don't have any other movies <laughs> to, yeah. to talk about. Yeah, really. This will be a space filler. <laughs> But, all right, man, 
cool. Glad we talked about that. I'm glad we actually figured out a trailer to talk about. <laughs> yeah, that was good. We we talked about a trailer. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> but let's uh let's get out of this trailer park. It's alligators in here. And it's, <laughs> and it's Florida in here. Which is somehow worse. That's a, a, do they need the hurricane subplot? I guess we're gonna find out. I bet you it has something to do with the hurricane brings in the rain and the water, then the water levels rise, which displaces the alligators. Yeah, so now they're looking I, yeah. for like new homes. Okay, like that. that makes sense. I bet you, I bet you it has something to do with that. So today on this episode, we are talking the dead don't die. No, they don't. Dead don't die. Dead don't die. Yep. Now you had texted me very early on because you saw this first, and you're like, just be aware that this is a uh, jar. Is it Jim Jarmusch? Yeah, film. Yeah. That means nothing to me. Oh, okay. I, I, I didn't know if you like were familiar with any of no. this stuff. Okay. <laughs> I haven't seen a single one of his movies. I'm familiar with his movies and like I know okay, like he's done this, he's done this, but never seen any of them. Oh, so, okay. So that didn't help you at all. No. So you you had seen some of his movies. Yes. Okay. So he is known to have a very like slow pace mm-hmm. and he takes the story slow and he really just kind of like works through the quiet moments, almost like the the pauses between lines is really telling a lot of his story, not just the lines. And he does a lot of movies that are kind of like, uh, you could argue that if it's not something that's interesting to you, it's boring. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, like he did, he did like these coffee and cigarette, they were shorts and then he put them together as like a full movie, but that's really just like cut together scenes in like various like cafes, restaurants of conversations of two famous people but they they almost are like skits in a way. Okay, I can see that. That makes sense. Yeah, and actually there's a lot of people who are in this movie who are in that. Mm-hmm. And he has a lot of like history with pretty much everybody in this movie has worked with him in something else. Yeah, I know uh is it it's Peterson? Is that the one? Patterson? Who? Oh yeah, yeah, with um Adam, Adam Driver. Driver's in yeah, that yeah. one. Is that what it is? It's Patterson. 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 Yep. And then what's the one? I know Bill Murray's in another Broken movie. Broken Flowers. Yeah. So yeah, I I knew that. And Tom Waits is in this movie, and he actually directed a bunch of stuff for Tom Waits. I don't know if it was just music videos or if it's some music videos and some like, kind of like documentary style stuff or some shorts and whatnot. Okay. But I know he's worked with Tom Waits a bunch, and Tom Waits was in the Coffee and Cigarettes. So is Iggy Pop. He's in this. Yeah. Um, the Bill- cat. The cast on this. I mean. It- is is crazy bananas really good Just, oh, a ton of people bill murray of course. bill murray adam driver tom watts uh steve buscemi tilda swinton tilda swinton danny glover caleb landry jones i like a lot yeah uh the rizza uh selena gomez oh yeah yeah i mean a lot of people on this that great cast great cast yeah, that's only like half of it yeah <laughs> yeah because there's a lot of people pop, you mentioned iggy pop, pop. In there yeah yeah i, I like to zombie did you? BT dubs, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so pretty much everybody involved has some sort of connection leading back to the director. But I texted you that because I'm like, it's slow. It's a slow burn, mm-hmm. but that's how he does it. So if you already are familiar with that, and this is why, because when I was reading the reviews on this and stuff, I was like getting heated with people about like the zombie stuff. And it's like, do you know shit pre, pre-Walking Dead? <laughs> like, or is just everything everything's just from now and this feels like an older zombie movie this doesn't feel like it would speak as well to like a modern age who only knows zombie culture through like walking dead and zombie land or like 28 days later those movies do you feel like this is a zombie movie in a way in a way yeah i think it's almost like a satire of a zombie movie yeah i think this is i don't this is really tough for me to talk about oh yeah, sensitive subject. It's a sensitive subject for me. Now, this is this is a hard one for me to talk about because I don't want to spill the beans on it right entirely away. right away. All right, but yeah, I feel like the zombie portion of the movie is secondary for what he wants to accomplish. Maybe so. Yeah. Okay. I can I can see that. I think almost the zombie movie aspect of it is more of just a vehicle yeah. for the rest of the movie. Mm-hmm. But one thing I'll say about the zombies themselves. Oh, they look good. They look great, practical effects, mm-hmm. makeup and prosthetics and stuff like that. They also use slow zombies, which I love and we don't get anymore. And it's my biggest gripe with zombies, like zombie movies and stuff. Fuck fast zombies. <laughs> I hate it because it's not it's not what it was, man. It's not true to the lore. 
What do you think? So you hated the zombies in Overlord that were all like cracked out and running yeah. around and stuff. Yeah, that's why I'm like, it's not zombies. That's just they had fuck. They were drugged up like this. And it's the same thing with Twenty Eight Days Later. It's like it's not zombies. It's some sort of like it's basically rabies. It's like some sort of disease that makes them like frantic and whatever and all jacked up. But zombies reanimating from the grave haven't seen that in a long time because even walking dead it's people are getting bit it's not reanimation like from the grave it's not like people are rising from yeah yeah it's they get bit and then they turn so Mm -hmm. they are reanimating i guess so i'm using the wrong word sorry but that that you're not getting the imagery though of the hand coming out of the ground and yeah and like that and there's a supernatural element to it. Like now everything's like, well, we have to make it scientific. And so it's believable or whatever. I love that. There is like a supernatural aspect to the zombies in this. And it's just like, whatever the fucking the moon and the polar, you know, whatever polar fracking, polar fracking caused, causing the yeah. shift in the axis or the earth and start spinning the wrong direction. And now zombies are coming up. It's so ridiculous, but I actually really loved that. Yeah. Yeah. You like that? I, I kinda liked I have in my in my notes that I like that it's it's definitely an original movie and it's definitely an unconventional movie. Yeah. And I like that because like you were kind of saying earlier, everything is kind of the same right now. Formulaic. Yeah, formulaic for sure. And it, this is kind of formulaic, but not of current times. It's that's if, that's what I have. I have it it doesn't stick with and I actually have it in quote on walking dead esque cliches. Yeah. So there you yeah. go. Yeah. It really feels more like it's pulling from traditional zombie movies, which I love. Like, I watched this, and so many parts of it where I'm taking notes, I'm like, this is a love letter to the old days of zombie movies, like cult classic zombie horror flicks, like Return of the Living Dead, which is doesn't take itself as seriously as A Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, any of that, which those are all George Romero, but Return of the Living Dead is not him it's a totally different thing but it's super campy and there's like punk zombies and it's just like there's some sort of like humor and self-awareness to those movies and it was just super fresh and cool to see an homage to that old style because that's how i fell in love with if you want to call zombie horror a genre that's how i fell in love with that genre this really felt like a love letter to like george george a romero and old school zombie flicks yeah i i mean you definitely seem to have more of a connection with the old zombie stuff like i said earlier it's not a genre that i'm like really big on yeah and i would say honestly a lot of the stuff that i like more is the stuff that is satirical like i really like zombie land yeah yeah zombie land does i know zombie land has slow zombies right Um, i'm trying to remember i know there but you know what it is is they're normal fast they're not like heightened like super fat like hyper fast zombies they're just running zombies okay Yo, yeah, you know what they, they are? They all, they don't, they're they not all, slow. Yeah, they I all keep, run. I but, keep but thinking about not... the scene when they're on the, uh, the, like the ride that shoots them up in the air and oh, they're all yeah. just kind of huddled around the bottom and they're shooting them. That's, I keep yeah. thinking about that scene from that movie. But yeah, I mean, I like the stuff that it plays with the ridiculousness of it more than the serious stuff. Yeah. This movie though, talking about satirical, there's some pretty good humor in here. Oh yeah. Is, is, all... I didn't know it was going to be that much comedy. I mean, I knew Bill Murray was in it and. Are all of his movies so like deadpan? Or like very yes. dry humor. Yes. Okay. Very much so. Which Bill Murray's the perfect person to pull that off. I think that is something that if you're gonna go see this movie, you need to know beforehand. Yeah, because that doesn't land with everybody. Yeah, the, I actually the, know a lot of people who are put off by that kind of a humor. Yeah, the the humor in this is like extremely dry. I love that though. That's like my favorite. That's my favorite way to be. <laughs> dry. It's just that dry humor. Like I. It's some of my favorite stuff. The, this movie didn't make me laugh out loud a ton. It made me amused a lot. Oh, yeah? There's one part, though, in particular that had me dying. Oh, um, which what is it? Right after the first like first two deaths in the movie, Yeah, the cops show up to the diner. Adam Driver rolling up in his smart car just killed me. I wrote that down. <laughs> I'm like, watching Adam Driver get out of a smart car is some of the funniest shit I've ever yeah. seen. I actually... So funny, you just said what what you said about not really laughing too much. This movie is the movie I've laughed at the most of all 2019. Really? This is the funniest movie I've seen all year. Oh, wow. But it also really speaks to my comedic sensibilities. Okay. And, And it also hit, this movie hit me on so many levels because it's like my favorite kind of humor with some of my favorite 
actors popping in and out and like people I like respect in the industry with you know playing off of tropes from some of my other favorite movies from the past like playing off of those tropes and being like a satire to like old school like zombie horror movies I'm like you're hitting me on so many levels like this movie really feels catered to my sensibilities so I can totally understand why it's not for everybody. This movie really like was hitting for me. Oh, good. I laughed a lot in the theater, and there were o- other people in the theater I could hear like laughing out laughing. loud. Yeah, yeah. So this movie, and especially in that scene too, each cop takes a turn going in. Yeah, to, that's honestly the, that's probably my favorite scene of the whole movie. That made me laugh. The fact that they're just Bill Murray goes in and he's just like shook by it and he really doesn't say anything and he just comes back out and he just looks like green and he's just like. And then Adam Driver pulls up in that stupid smart car, and he's a giant, basically. And then he goes, it's, like, it's the way that, like, he's like, what is that, wild animal? Maybe several wild yeah, animals? Several, and, and then they, they all say, say the, the same, same thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, and then the fact that every time they walk in, it's the exact same shot cutting to the dead bodies. Mm-hmm. It's the exact same shot. <laughs> and I, and I love that the only thing Adam Driver says when he walks in, he just goes, yuck yeah like, that's, no emotion yeah. to it. just yuck oh yuck when he said that i i started laughing out loud i was like oh, that's awesome so and, i know i know you told me on a previous episode that you don't typically like adam driver how'd you like him in this yeah Be- funny you mention it so our friend cat i was talking to her about it because cat and ducky wanted to see this movie too and cat loves adam driver and i actually told her i'm like you're going to hate me at the beginning of the sentence, but you're going to love me by the end of it because I do not like Adam Driver. Now she hates me. Mm-hmm. But after seeing him in this movie, he's one of my favorite parts of the entire movie. I really liked him in this. Yeah. I thought he was fucking great in this. If you like him in this, you would really like him in Lo- Logan Lucky. Yeah. Because he's almost the same thing. Oh, cool. Just super dry, just deadpan, just Dr- dry, no emotion. Yeah. I think he pulls off that style really well. And especially when you're put next to Bill Murray, who's kind of like the king of that. Pretty awesome that he can keep up and he can actually almost steal the show in certain scenes from Bill Murray. And this is his shtick. Like, fucking kudos. Kudos. Do you want me to say something negative? (laughs) Say whatever you feel, man. I don't mind. All right. This is how I took it. You son of a bitch. (laughs) This is how I took it. And... I wonder if you felt the same way. I don't think the actual story of what they're showing on screen is any good. Like in what way? Like what story? Like the whole thing with like the fracking so, and the so, zombie. Well, like- so here's the thing. I feel like because we said the the zombie part is just kind of a vessel for the, what he wants to do. Yeah. I definitely feel like the majority of this mo- like movie, I feel like his intent was a giant political statement. You know, I saw a lot of people saying that. Maybe I'm dense or maybe I just wasn't looking for it. When I was watching it, I didn't feel any of that. I, I just kept, like, the whole time I was watching, I was like, okay, there's definitely an agenda behind this. Like, I kept thinking about it, and then even after the fact, I, like, thought about more and did some research, and I was like, okay, yeah, I could see. Because, one, there's a lot of, like, anti-Trump kind of jabs. Well, yeah, there's the hat. There's there's the, hats. Um, and then, Steve I mean, his, and... Steve Buscemi's whole character is a giant, like, yeah, you know, but there's a lot of stuff on racism. There's, like, the whole thing with, like, fracking. There's the whole like social commentary on like materialism and like because all the zombies rather than being brains like they're all basically like Wi-Fi like stuff like that. But you know when I all right so the Wi-Fi and that stuff that didn't make me laugh that was that wasn't like super clever. But established in Dawn of the Dead the original one they're stashed out they're hiding in a mall. But all these zombies keep coming to the mall and they're like, why? And as they're hiding out in the mall and they're like kind of witnessing, they're realizing like they're just kind of going on instinct almost like this is what their former lives were. Like these are the places they would go and these are the things that they would do. So it's kind of embedded in their brains and that's why they gravitate towards certain places. That's why some of the zombies gravitated towards the like the hardware store. And he's like, oh, those are my old customers and some of them. So in that sense, I didn't look at it so much as like they're trying to make a take a jab at like millennials or make a social commentary on people's reliance on their phones and stuff. I thought they were just carrying on the traditional zombie trope of they revert to what they remember from their past life. Okay. I, I think it was intentional. I think I 
Yeah. And, yeah. And I can see it too, but yeah. And the whole time I chose to ignore it. <laughs> the way that I felt about this movie, not not on the same level, but I kept thinking you want this to be like a political message. Yeah. You want there to be a political message behind this movie. The vessel that you're giving it to me in is not good enough on its own for me to like it. And the the like political and social stuff is so ham fisted that I'm I didn't find it very smart. <laughs> okay, that's fair. I'll it, give you it, that. it reminded me of Mother. Oh, okay. I didn't watch Mother. Yeah, Mother was what like... You mean? Mother! Mother! Ah! It's got an exclamation <laughs> point. Yeah, because it's it's also funny. Like, I watched Us last night. Yeah. And, like, that's a movie where... Yeah, there's it's a social ve- context. It's, it's very rooted in political and social context, but if you don't pick up on it, which is very possible because it is very subtle, the rest of, of the movie around it. it is still great. Yeah. Mother, on the other hand, I think on this the political and social stuff is very in your face and you're like, I get it. And then everything else around it is just lackluster. That's how I felt about it. Fine. You're okay. entitled to your wrong opinion. My wrong opinion. No, <laughs> Be- fine. because the events that un- unfold in the movie felt very like gaggy. Yeah. Like here's a gag, here's a gag type thing. I never felt like there was really like sprawling story or like a story. It was just kind of like, especially the way things unfold at the end. I'm like, I don't really know what you're going for anymore. <laughs> I know. I actually loved that. We'll, Did you? Yeah, we'll get we'll get to it because there's some other things. Like there are some moments where I'm kind of like, what is happening in this movie? Like, what is this movie? And real early on when the when Adam Driver and Bill Murray are just doing their runs like in the morning and they put on the radio and then a song comes on and it's the dead don't die. Mm hmm. And apparently it's the only song that exists on the radio in the town. I also thought that was just like a weird, like funny, (laughs) just world thing. It's just like everybody loves this song for some reason. It just transcends all people. And it's the only song anyone wants to listen to. And then Bill Murray's like, this song sounds familiar. He's like, why why have I heard this? And I'm driver's like, well, it's the theme song. Yeah. And then they just kind of like sit there for a second and then it cuts away. And I'm just like, wait, what? Like, do they know they're, wait what is this what is happening is taken aback a little bit and then later it comes back around and i think i think that's why i like i like adam driver so much in this movie because he's he basically only has like 10 lines because he just repeats himself so much throughout yeah. it he keeps this saying isn't he's gonna like, end well yeah this isn't gonna end well <laughs> and when they finally he's ask like, him they're like why what do, you do you keep saying that because i read the script i read the script <laughs> like what like yeah i read the script you read the whole script like yeah jim jim gave me the whole script he's like he only gave me the scenes with me in them <laughs> yeah then he's like what a dick right he calls him a dick yeah yeah i i was just like because after that moment when he does that meta thing with the with the song yeah and then later he's like it's a zombie apocalypse and they're like what and he's like you gotta kill you gotta shoot him in the head mm-hmm. like whatever and he's just like nonchalant and I was just like, either he's the greatest detective ever, or he's just a meta narrator. Like he's supposed to be like the audience being like, well, it's a zombie movie. So I already know what I have to do. You got to go for the head, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So you got to kill the head, kill the head. Right. Is Which is because I think that's like the production company. Yeah, it, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they say they say it like a hundred times in a matter of like 10 minutes. But that's what I mean. So like, all right. So sure. The message is hand fisted. Everything in this movie is hand fisted. It fits, it almost fits exactly what they're doing. Cause even like, even that aspect of it is like hand fisted and the meta nature of like, I read the script, like it's a theme song, like all of that. Mm-hmm. And then the shit with Tilda Swinton. It's like bullets. I don't even, it was just crazy. I loved, by the time that happened, I went, oh my God. This movie is incredible. When that happened, <laughs> I was so That stupid. was the moment opposite for me. When that happened, I was like, I. No. <laughs> it was so dude i got i got some horror movies i gotta lend you from oh there's some i mean they're terrible but they're the best kind of terrible because i could get behind a lot of what was happening in it and you talking about the meta stuff i was kind of enjoying it at the end when they give you the big reveal i guess or i don't know if it's a big reveal but when adam driver's like i read the script and stuff i was kind of like I don't know if I like this or not. Like I'm, I'm amused by it, but I don't know if I'm enjoying it a lot. Yeah. And actually one of our friends wrote a rant about this movie. Yeah, he did. And and he was like, breaking the fourth wall is never funny. And I disagree with that. I think breaking the, fo- like we mentioned Deadpool earlier. Yeah. It's hilarious in Deadpool. Parts of it in this, I liked parts of it. I didn't, when I was saying, I felt like some of the script or the actual story didn't have like an actual direction to it. Mm-hmm. The part with Tills Swinton just felt like I was like, I, what? Okay. 
well, I don't know what that is. I don't. It's to I guess to be ridiculous. Yeah. And like like what did you pick take anything from that or it was just something where like I well, just, just going to have this happen and it, it feels just like another classic like 80s B horror movie trope just some really horrible looking UFO comes and just like zaps up the alien and it's like she's the, she's new in town she's the, she's a weirdo. Also question side question about Tilda Swinton's character in this cuz she does like she has like this you know katana that she carries around and she does karate in her dojo at the morgue that she works in because she's like the coroner for the for the town i guess Mm -hmm. and she she has like a little buddha and everything she's got like this little dojo in the back office is this a prequel and like her backstory and how she became the ancient one (laughs) jeez is this movie backdoor mcu that's that was i was like is he gonna do this (laughs) (laughs) any chance i get to connect a movie to the mcu so I also like that, that this is obviously an MCU movie. Yeah. <laughs> so this just shoots right up the rankings for me. I guess also talking about the characters, I was going to say there's not much payoff to the characters, but you know what? I don't really need the payoff to the characters. Like that's not something that I, I really needed. Like I didn't need the characters to have a, like crazy backstory to them or anything like yeah, that. It's fine. It's fine. It's a zombie movie. Don't, you don't need all that. The only thing I will say is there's too many characters. Yeah. The you sc- definitely don't need the kids. The kids in the school are completely pointless. There's no like payoff There's or even nothing. wrap up to their story. It's just not. Yeah. Yeah. They just run nothing. into the woods and you never see them again. Yeah. I don't really know if if you needed Selena Gomez's character and her group of people. Yes, you do because seeing her head in Adam Driver's hand that was another mo- moment where I laughed out loud. Oh, uh, you like you like that part? I just I was like, why is he standing there with her head? <laughs> it's <laughs> it's just, so stupid. It, it seemed also like they. Like like I keep saying, I don't know if the actual story had much direction to it because like even with Selena Gomez, she shows up and she's nice to Caleb Landry Jones's character. Yeah, and then, and then and that then, never pays off. And either. then yeah, there's like sparkles above her head, and he's like, oh wow. And then literally they never see each other again, and then and then she dies. But again, it almost feels like it's it's using those moments to just play tropes. It's just like oh here's something here's some cliche you're used to seeing, and then it's just like well guess what fuck your cliche. We cut her head off. <laughs> or whatever you know what i mean like i mean the whole thing just feels like it, it's a satire on literally everything like anything it does is almost a joke on itself and you could argue that the way it pushes through the movie is almost because of adam driver because if you think about like the actions that they all take and the steps that the police take because that's really i guess who you're mainly following yeah and that's how we're kind of dictating the rest of the story is that Adam Driver is just super nonchalant and he's just like, all right, now we're in a zombie movie and he just pushes everything along. It's almost like he's like, oh yeah, I just read the script. Like he's he's not even being his character anymore. He's just being Adam Driver. Like, let's finish this movie. Yeah. Like, let's get through all of these scenes. And <laughs> that's why it feels kind of disjointed because he's just like, move it along. Like, there's no time to be like, come to a realization. He's just like, yep, we're in a fucking zombie movie. Let's do it. Yeah. And it almost is like, that's why. You could you could almost argue that it's on purpose. Yeah, I think if that's the thing. Although not the kid thing. I, I do agree that that's, that that's my biggest negative is the kids are a waste of time because you don't even get any cool deaths in that detention center that they're in because they're in like juvie or something. Yeah. And none of them die and they don't really add to any other character. There's no connection and there's no payoff. There's no follow-up. There's no stakes. It's pointless. You could just do without it. Yeah. I I feel like it granted I I really like the cast on it and great cameos and all that, but it could have there could have been less characters, I think. Yeah. And But I liked Tilda Swinton. Also, did you know something about her character's name? Um, I saw this. What, her her Zelda name, Zelda Winston. Yeah. Winston is an anagram of Swinton. Oh, okay. And then Tilda to Zelda. Zelda. Okay. I was just like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> And even even Bill Murray and Adam Driver's character's name, like isn't it like Pete, Adam Driver's Peterson or at, like his Adam Driver's like last name is basically a jumbling of the first name of Bill Murray's character. It's it's something weird. It's Cliff where, Robertson and Ronnie Peterson. Yeah, like That's they just feel so like close to each and then, other. And like, then and then uh, the other the female cop. I'm blanking on the actress's name, but she's uh, Mindy Morrison. It's Mindy Morrison. Ronnie Peterson and Cliff Robertson are the cops. Yeah, all sons. Yeah. There's just so many weird choices in like the happenings and the writing in this that it all feels like it's just a joke on on the movie itself. Yeah. Well, I think I think uh the director 
and like I mean Jim Jarmusch is the writer and director on this. I yeah. think this is something that was almost like a passion project where he's like, I've got these ideas, I want to do this, I'm just gonna have fun with it. I don't really care how things unfold and stuff and I'm like sure that. You can shoot this movie for fucking nothing. I couldn't find the budget on it. Couldn't tell you. So I I'm bet sure you it was it's nothing. low because he has a personal relationship with so many of the people that they're probably not charging like their full price. And I'm sure, especially when you see how ridiculous the script is, because these are fucking heavy hitters. Like Adam Driver's in Star Wars movies, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh, they made a Star Wars reference in this too. Yeah, because his keychain, yeah. it's actually the the Empire's It's the Star Destroyer. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So but yeah, I mean Tilda Swinton too. It's like she's a fucking heavy hitter. Mm-hmm. Bill Murray. Bill Murray. But I mean Bill Murray always does the weird indie films anyways, because he doesn't have like a manager or agent. He just take stuff but yeah man there's just it, there's got to be like a personal connection to it and and i'm sure it wasn't pitched like hey we're trying to do something like edgy or super whatever like it is just like we're gonna make a really fun weird movie yeah i think for me the biggest thing behind this movie and it's definitely the whether or not you are going to enjoy it is whether or not the dry humor lands for you yeah because if if you go into it and the dry humor is not landing then you're probably going to have a miserable time watching this movie. Yeah, for sure. And you have you have to know that it's self-aware. You have to know that it knows that it's just going to play on a bunch of cliches and stuff like that. For me, like I knew that I enjoyed the humor. It not not a lot of it landed, some of it landed for me. I just wish that the actual story was a little bit more compelling rather than just like it just felt like it was getting pushed along by a narrator <laughs> basically. Yeah. You know, now knowing that this, I feel like this leans more towards comedy than it does horror because there's no jump scares. There's nothing like that, really. Mm-mm. Yeah, no. I think that this is a movie you don't necessarily need to see in theaters. Yeah. That being said, I did really like it. Mm-hmm. So if you got the A list, just go see it because who the fuck cares? Yeah. Because <laughs> AMC's hating me now because I, I see fucking. I, the I, max. I would say see it in theaters just to support movies like this, indie movies okay. and stuff like that. Yeah, I'm down with that because I do want to get more like kind of low budget film coming up to us yeah i don't know how much more you actually you know want to want to say about this i i don't really have a lot more notes like the when the movie ended like my next three notes were just like i had a great time i laughed the most in this movie than any other movie in 2019 and i was kind of shook i was blown away <laughs> you're shook <laughs> i'm shook bro i was like damn i wasn't expecting to enjoy a movie today <laughs> <laughs> this is this is a surprise this is a surprise yeah. everything is supposed to suck right now yeah, man, like I said, I think that if you like dry humor, you'll enjoy this movie. I think you just need to know that it's what it is. Yeah. Because if you go in thinking it's going to be a zombie film... You're going to be disappointed. You're going to be disappointed. Especially a zombie, like, action film, or like a horror zombie film, because yeah. it's not that. Like, yeah. This ain't Walking Dead, baby. Yeah. I'm tired of that shit. And I think that's probably why the tomato meter is where it is. Oh, yeah? Yeah, you want to get into that, or you have more to say on it? I got nothing more to say. Okay. What is the tomato tomato? So the critic score is a 52%. Critics are scoring at a 52. Okay. The audience score, a 38. Wow. Yeah. Damn, bro. Well, I'm going to say tomato, because it's higher. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you want me to give you my t- my score, or do you want me to give you, or give, do you want to give, give me, me your tomato tomato before we do our grades? I'm also gonna go tomato. Cool. Mm-hmm. What is your letter grade? My letter grade is a C minus. Okay, so you're above. Mm-hmm. You're above that. I'm above it. Critics failed it. You're putting it at about like a a C minus. Was that? That'd be like a sixty eight or seventy or something se- like that. Seventy low seventies. Cool. I'm going. You know, if I'm being honest with myself, mm-hmm. I want to put this higher. Okay. Just going off of like my feeling and just how much like I was super like stoked on it and it was it, it exceeded expectations. You and, just gotta give me your grade. And it felt like a real like I said earlier, it felt like a love letter to George A. Romero, who is like a I would almost say like a hero of mine. The way I felt leaving the theater is one thing. I'm gonna give this though, because it's a B horror movie, a solid B. Giving it a B? Yeah, but honestly, when I left the theater, I wrote down A+. Really? <laughs> yeah, I was like, this is 100 for me. I'm like, this knocked it out of the park. But then I actually did think about it, and then that's... Because my... Really, really honestly speaking, my only negative is the kids. It's my only negative. So okay. if anything, I would say that would bring it to an A, but I do understand some of the other issues in the movie. And I almost just want to give it a B because it's a B horror movie. <laughs> I just wanted to fit fit the mold. 
Okay. So if it's an honest grade, I, don't, I might say A, just based on how much I had a great fucking time. In it. I, it's the most I laugh, man. You you can give me whatever you want. I'm giving what? it a B because it's a B horror movie. And I right. want people to B. understand what they're getting. All right. It's a B horror movie. So it gets a B. Okay. And it fits, but it's an A. <laughs> so what is it? It's a B because <laughs> it's a B horror movie, but I'm giving it an A. What are you giving it? Because I, I actually need another. <laughs> I need to know the grade. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you need to know it? Because I'm gonna... oh, because you're gonna graph them. Yeah. It's um, it's A. A. You're B. going A on this. It's A B. It's A. It's A B. I'm gonna say it's an A. I'll say it's a B movie, and I'm gonna give it A. You going A? I'm gonna give it. You know, let me finish. I'm gonna give it A B. Okay, you're giving it a B. An A minus. You're giving it an A minus? I'm giving a minus to a B movie. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> no, like the movie, B movie, I'm giving that an A minus. Okay. Now, getting back to what we're talking about, Dead Don't Die, A minus. Okay. Nice. B. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, A minus. I'll, I'll settle on A minus. Okay. But I want to give it a B because it's a B movie. Do you get it? I got the Do joke. Do you understand? Yes. No, it's not a joke. Oh, no, it's uh, not. I am very aware that this is a serious matter. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking this seriously. But you know what I mean. Yeah. It, <laughs> <laughs> because it's like it's like a satire of a old school B horror movie, like a cult movie. Mm-hmm. So I think a B is fitting. Okay. But I liked it a lot. Yeah. More you, than I would say You liked a B. it more than a B. But it is a B movie. B movie can almost be a genre, though. You don't need to give a B movie a B. Because there can be an A B movie. Mm-hmm. But that's the thing that's weird about it. It's because I see that it's not a great movie. But for me, it's incredible. Well, because I like bad, cheesy, crap horror movies I'm from gonna, back in the day. You know what I mean? Well, I'm going to tell you this. L- last year, I would have given Upgrade probably an A minus. Upgrade, yeah, upgrade is a B movie. Okay, cool. So A minus. There you go. A minus, baby. Cool. I feel happy about that. Now I got to change my grade on my phone because oh. I definitely wrote B because I thought that that was pretty uh, <laughs> pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> well, damn. That was the longest tomato tomato segment ever. I couldn't find the budget on it, but so far it's made $8.6 million. So I bet really, you that's more than it cost. I guarantee. Really not that much, but yeah. yeah. If Brightburn was $6 million, then this was probably three. Three. <laughs> <laughs> like, they spent all of their money on... The climax and the makeup. Not even. They spent all of their money on the cast. And this shot near us. Did they? Yeah. This was shot in the Hudson Valley in Kingston, New York. Oh, that's cool. Yep. And actually, so fun little story. When I was leaving the theater, I was approached by a gentleman who asked me to you know, answer some questions because I just saw the movie and he has some YouTube channel where he interviews people coming out of the movie, blah, blah, blah. Talking to him. And then when I'm done, this other gentleman who I saw in the theater with me, he's there and he's just like, oh, you guys just saw it and everything. He's talking to us about it. And the guy asked him, he's like, oh, you saw it? How'd you like it? He's like, I liked it, but I was also in it, so I might be biased. And we were like, oh, shit. So this guy was like actually an extra. He was one of the zombies who tears apart Steve Buscemi. Oh, okay. And then through him, I actually got a contact for a way that I can become like a background actor. Extra. Extra. So, uh, so I'm working on that. I just got to get my headshot set up and send those over and try to get some extra gigs when they shoot movies up here. That'd be cool. Does that pay? Yeah, it pays. They feed you lunch and give you like a hundred bucks for the day. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And if, hey, Get us some more credit for this podcast. Yeah. Be like, you know him from the background in that McDonald's scene in that movie that nobody saw and has a 23% on Rotten Tomatoes. Be like, yeah, that was me. I was blue shirt guy number four. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. But hey, anything, anything for the films, baby. Yeah, this has been a really polarizing movie. I've seen like I've It's been such a polarizing movie that it actually sent the world off its axis. <laughs> and now we got a Even just crazy on my moon. social media, I've seen so many people be like, That movie was really good and they're like, That was the worst movie I've ever seen. Yeah, even amongst <laughs> our own friends, yeah. they can't can't put it together. And it's weird. I'm kinda surprised that that one friend of ours didn't like it because he all, likes all he likes are like really shitty, shitty horror, horror movies. movies. <laughs> yeah. I, that's why I kind of want to talk to him and be like, what did you think was going to happen when you walked in there? Because the big thing is it it has to have to do with 
well his reason expectations he he said he like wished that there was character development like he he didn't like that there was almost like no character development for any of the characters i i i feel like he wanted more of a film (laughs) yeah that's a mistake i was fine not having a film that's what I, I keep saying. I, I feel like if you know what it is and you know the humor and you like that humor, you'll you'll have a great time. Yeah, because this is more comedy than it is zombie. Yeah, it's zom zomedy. Zomedy. That should be <laughs> that should be a genre. But people are gonna compare this to Zombieland because I've been seeing it online that people are like, "Well, Zombieland's better." Guess what? It's different. They're Zom- different. It's such a different movie. Zombieland is more my speed. Like I would prefer Zombieland over this movie. And but, I love but, Zombieland. But they're, they're different movies. That's the thing. Yeah. You, it's very hard to... That's why I said Zombieland's more my thing, because they're just they're different. Yeah. And I still love Zombieland a lot, and I think that... It, I would say even that's still like right up my alley, mm-hmm. but this movie was just fucking stroking me <laughs> in like so many levels that I was just like, I fucking dig it. I think you should watch uh, Logan Lucky. I think if you liked, if you liked this, you should watch Logan Lucky. Maybe I will. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I do. I don't have any more movies of yours. It's kind of a tradition that there's always a movie of yours, yours. in my house. Logan Lucky's sitting right over there. I know. I see. It's right next to Logan. Yeah. Which I ha- which <laughs> I already have, so I don't need to borrow. You're welcome. Good job. So, C minus. Did you like it? Uh, I was entertained. Okay. I was entertained. I didn't dislike it. It's just the dry humor only landed some of the times. Yeah. And I I stand by what I said about the political stuff. I didn't find that smart. Like at all, I thought it was very ham-fisted. Yeah, and I, you know, it's funny that I just—I must have just ignored it. I just didn't care because a lot of times, just I tune out the political message in movies and whatnot because I'm just like, yeah, we got it. Yeah, I don't know. It reminded me a lot of like how like Mother was, where I was just kind of like, I get what you're doing here. I, I get, <laughs> I understand. Pump but like, ease up. That's the thing. If if your intent is to explore a political or social message. You need the movie around it to be good enough on its own. Yeah, and and I also I, don't think comedy is really the place to push a political agenda, anyways. Yeah, Holmes and Watson. No, but I mean, like <laughs> in some in some ways, Longshot did a little bit, but yeah, not a lot. I actually felt like Longshot kind of. Well, uh, I guess you could argue a lot of comedy is satire, and a lot of that comes from kind of attacking the social structures and political structures above. Mm-hmm. It's always about punching up, never punching down. Yeah. But I don't know. I I just felt like it was very in my face, and well, I got something for in your face, but we're gonna have to stop recording if you want it. Jesus Christ! <laughs> what? I'm not even gonna comment on that. It's... <laughs> so yeah, I I enjoyed it's it. A zombie I just, mask. I just didn't like it. It's a zombie mask. Did you think? Did you think it was gonna be something else? Did you just hear what I said? That you liked it? I said, I, yeah, I enjoyed it, but I didn't like it. <laughs> All right, well, good for you, I guess. I enjoyed it and I liked it. I'm buying this when it comes out. Nice. Yeah, and I'm I'm glad. We we deserve better movies. I'm glad that one of us enjoyed it a lot. I'm glad one of us liked it. <laughs> like I said, I I didn't dislike it. I just yeah. I just was kind of like whatever. I literally wrote in my notes, I loved this movie. <laughs> I used the word love. I only love three things: my wife, my son, and the dead don't die. <laughs> Endgame, suck a fuck. <laughs> I don't know how that's possible. <laughs> Tell me, how does one exactly suck a fuck? Oh, Jakey. We'll see you soon. But, yeah, man. Good stuff. Glad, yeah. One of us liked it. One of us thought it was okay. The ball keeps rolling, mostly downhill, because that seems to be the era that we're in in movies. I'm hoping next week is is the rise. I think it will be. Yeah, I'm hoping I, so. We got some good movies coming now. We got Toy Story 4, right? It's here, baby. It's mm-hmm. coming. And we got, you know, we're right around the corner from I think Spider-Man. our next three episodes after this one will be Toy Story, Spider-Man, Midsummer. Wow, really? Mm-hmm. It should be it. Something like that. Something like that. Damn, bro. That's going to be really cool. I'm very excited for that. We need a string of good movies. So hopefully you guys stick it out with us. And you're not like, oh, God, they're reviewing some dog shit movie I don't have any interest in. Yeah. Getting no listeners because they're like, I don't like that movie. <laughs> I don't like that movie. <laughs> Get out of here with that movie. <laughs> Men in Black International, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not listening to that episode. 
<laughs> what impression is this? Our listeners. Oh, okay. That's what they all sound like. I'm assuming they, they they're all, all smoke. <laughs> yeah. They're all swamp people. <laughs> hey, if you are, shoot us a message on social media and let us know that joke's not cool. Oh, okay. That's offensive to swamp people. Yeah. Come on, come on man. Come on, so. man. Be more sensitive to swamp people. Stop calling us swampies. It's derogatory. <laughs> Fuck you, swampy. <laughs> I hope that doesn't become a thing and spread around and link back to us. I will never become president, but you know what to do. You know to find us on Instagram, Insta Facebook. The Graham fam. Insta Twitter. Graham fam is actually a folder on my my phone for all the things related to Instagram, like where I post. It just says Graham fam. So funny that you mentioned that. I'll show you when we're done recording. But hit us up, baby. And, ooh, do this. Leave us a fucking five-star review, you twerp. (laughs) listen swampy why don't you go leave us a five star review you piece of shit (laughs) all of our reviews are like they are really abrasive and they felt peer pressured yeah (laughs) five stars (laughs) i would love to see that review come in but yeah do that that makes us feel good and we hope you feel good and you know what else colin what there's something i really want these people to do what is that I want them to suck it, swampies. (laughs) 